Now, if you have a Twitter account, you may have noticed that it's changed. The blue bird that used to be in the top left corner of your screen has been replaced by a dog. This apparently represents Dogecoin, which is a kind of cryptocurrency. So what does it all mean or does it mean anything? Josh, Crosby has been looking into this. What's going on, Josh? Well, Sean, it's a Shiba Inu breed of dog. These dogs come from Japan. It's, this one now is a little cartoon version of its head. It's the symbol of Dogecoin, which is, of course, a cryptocurrency, what many people people believe we'll all be shopping with in the future but how this came about is that it's reported now that Elon Musk actually has a 258 billion racketeering lawsuit against him over his influence on Dogecoin so Musk asked a US judge on Friday to throw out the lawsuit and now he's only gone and changed the logo of Twitter the, the company he bought back in October and something that's doing the rounds now as well is that a Twitter user a fan replied to one of Elon's tweets over a year ago to go and buy Twitter and change the bird logo logo to a doge. Now, Elon has retweeted that chat and said, as promised. But look, to give the listeners some insight into what this cryptocurrency is all about, I spoke with Dr. Paul Dylan Ennis, who's a lecturer in the College of Business at UCD. It was originally meant to be a criticism of the rhetoric and the, the hype around Bitcoin. So, you know, Bitcoin would promise to introduce this new economic model, very serious, very political uh, and at the time, people were creating competitors to Bitcoin, and they would also try to be a little bit serious. And so a couple of guys, a couple of developers, they basically decided to try make a cryptocurrency that was extremely silly, partly just to see if people would buy it, you know, just to kind of throw it out there and see more people uh, so drawn into the hype that they would literally buy anything. So tell me about the, this change of the Twitter logo and the impact it's having on this particular currency. So Dogecoin is probably more famous outside of crypto for the fact that Elon Musk is a fan of it. So Elon Musk has always been a little bit interested in cryptocurrency. So he comes in and out. He's not always there. He's not by a constant presence. But every so often he'll dip in. But he's also had this particular and sort of quirky uh, fascination with Dogecoin because Dogecoin, the, the image of the, the, the dog, uh, the Doge in this case, uh, is from a meme, from an early internet culture meme. We know Elon Musk loves his, uh, his memes. Uh, he decided to do a very Elon thing by doing something uh, you wouldn't expect of a CEO. And so he changed the logo, uh, the Twitter logo, to the, the Dogecoin. Right. Okay, that was uh, uh, Dr. Paul Dylan Ellis uh, from UCD there. So, I mean, within, other than, you know, people having nerdgasms around the world about this kind of stuff, uh, does this change in the logo? Does it affect anything in the real world? And B, does it affect the crypto market? Whatever that is. You you differentiate the real world and the crypto market. Yeah, this is it. Because the whole foundation of crypto is digital, virtual, it shifts very quick. That's one of the very reasons people invest in it, because it does fluctuate so much up, down, up again but when Mr. Twitter Mr. Tesla aka Elon Musk starts mentioning crypto whether by a tweet or in an interview it tends to have an impact on the value there's a focus I suppose and a a renewed attention put on whichever currency he's talking about and the fans go wild so since the logo of Twitter has changed to the Dogecoin it has skyrocketed up 30% it rose to 10.2 cents from around 7.7 cents. We're from Dr. Paul Dylan Ennis, who was able to give us kind of the academic side of things.
things on this, what Dogecoin is, how it's come about, what it can do. But I also spoke with someone who's been involved with crypto himself. So Lee Dipur has um, is an IT consultant, but has mined crypto himself. He's built the rigs that you need to actually generate new coins. Basically, he knows what he's talking about here. Lee was telling me, similarly to Dr. Ennis, how Dogecoin started as a joke crypto. He even told me there's one called Leprecoin that is some person from Dundalk invented. So the, <laughs> the Irish are starting to make their stamp now in the crypto world. But, but I wanted to find out from Lee how this logo change will impact the market and where this whole thing is going. Well, immediately you're looking at, I think it's a 30% increase in uh, speculative value. So the, so the whole thing is it comes down to speculation. So the only, there's no inherent worth in any of these currencies. They're not physically worth anything. Like if you can't walk in somewhere and exchange it for gold and go, yeah, this links to the price of gold, for example. The currency itself is, is based on trust. The value is based on trust. And the value is, value that people place on it goes up or down depending on the demand. And because it's all done through digital exchanges, that happens very, very fast. So it's literally like what you're seeing as a microcosm of the stock market and how, how we see in our own currencies, our own fiat currencies with the euro or with the dollar, how they fluctuate based on demand and supply. The only difference with these is that theoretically they're supposed to be inflation proof because you can't just print more of them. That's the whole, where the mining concept comes in, there's actual work involved and that reduces the, the possibility of inflation. This event here now, what's after happening with social media platform Twitter, it shows how fast trends can change in the crypto world, like literally overnight. Like, where do you see this going next? Like, what's the next shift? Yeah, lots of lots of people have made quite a bit of money out of this. And the, the difficult part is, is cashing out. I mean, so you can say it's it's theoretically worth so much money. Then then you got to cash that out and then you got to pay your capital gains. And it depends where, depends where you are, what that's going to be. That could be a fairly substantial sum. In relation to where it's going, the cryptocurrency is here to stay, definitely. What you're going to see is just is movement in the cryptocurrency market. Uh, that was uh, Lee Dupuyer there. Now, I suppose the thing is, though, is that when the, the, the logo for uh, Twitter used to be a kind of nice looking benign-looking bird. Now it's a dog that might bite you. <laughs> so, uh, and given Elon Musk is now the editor uh, or the owner of Twitter, is this an actual rebrand? Is it telling us something? Well, this is what many people would have been wondering when they saw the dog's face appear on their Twitter. Most people are probably not going to know about Dogecoin. So it's not what it's going to come into your mind straight away and, and if you're not paying much attention to Elon Musk or the changing trends in social media you'll just have heard bits and pieces in the news or oh, this really rich man has gone and bought something I scroll on occasionally or, or is he trying to charge now for the blue tick people will just be hearing bits and pieces so when you log on and see a dog it probably doesn't surprise you that much but the logo of a brand really does matter so people would have been familiar with the little bluebird tweeting away it's meant to symbolise the nature of a tweet quick and short just like the noises of a bird but it got us thinking here about rebrands and the importance of logos like you're ingraining a company's colours or a slogan into the consumer's brains for me a rebrand that comes to mind was the GIF going to SIF but I only got that off one person I was speaking to today a lot of people couldn't think of any rebrands and I suppose that just shows the success of many brands just to get an idea of some of what the big ones that come to people, people's minds I was speaking to these shoppers out in Dublin and there's definitely one in particular that left its mark um, Marathon to Snickers and were you a fan of the change? Or? It's all, all the different, still tastes the same. I said uh, opal fruits are now Starburst and Marathon's now Snickers. I'm talking what, about what, food. What, what, do you, what do you think of these rebrands? Would you prefer the old names? Did you have oh, a bit like of the old ones. N- nostalgic connection yeah, to them? Yeah, definitely, because they, they probably they taste the same, don't they? But 
we remember him from. Brings you back to your childhood when you see the old rapper. It does, yeah. it does indeed. I can remember, just like Eric, I'm going to air, Chief going to Sif. Yeah, logos are definitely Logos are when it comes to brands and stuff. Coca-Cola's been the same, really, yeah. hasn't it? You think of all, all the fashion brands and all the fashion logos, like if Nike and Adidas, they're, they're always the, the staples, as they call them. Yeah. Should logos stay the same, keep the, what works, or should they be constantly evolving? It depends if it works or not. If it's working, keep, yeah. If it's working, keep it the same. If it isn't working, then there's always always room for improvement. Like. What do you think of a company doing it? A company changing their name? Do you think should they stay with the original logos? Well, only a period of time. People forget. Look there now. I've just forgotten. You know. So um, yeah, you just forget and then you just move on. It's like everything else. You just get used to the new brands. Yeah, yeah. So what's a rebrand that you can remember over the years? Uh, Marathons and Snickers. And would you have preferred the Marathon wrapper or? I was devastated when they changed it and I still to this day hold it against them but I'll still buy it there you go uh, when Marathon turns to Snickers a traumatic experience uh, for many people I suppose Josh uh, you had to go and talk to some pointy headed advertising type about how all this is really important well you see sometimes it's so subtle that many of us might not even realise the rebrand a different font or a change in the colour but rebranding goes deeper than that just a, it's not just a logo or a company colour it's all about the image the company want to put out there the style the attitude but there can be pros and cons to a rebrand there have been some failed attempts in the past I've been speaking with Keith Bradshaw who's the founder of the Urban Brand Creative which is a digital growth agency working with rebranding e-commerce and more to grow businesses the market is constantly evolving right and if you look at branding like sort of food trends there's branding trends and what I mean by food trends like five years ago it was all cupcakes, right? And now it's donuts and cronuts. The challenge for any evolving business is they don't want to look like uh, a cupcake, for want of a better word. So people will rebrand for different reasons, changing markets, new products, uh, changing values, new services to try and move away from a scandal to attract new markets. It's kind of endless. Typically, a good sized brand is looking, has their eye on rebranding or refining Every sort of five years, I'd say, is, is realistic. How important is the logo? We're after seeing now, over the last 24 hours, the change in the Twitter logo. Yeah, so like Twitter is its own dumpster fire right now, right? So uh, Musk has bitten off more than he can chew and hubris is uh, followed by Nemesis. So in regards to the logo, logo for sure. Logo is part of, a, 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 is one element of a rebrand, right? So you're talking about fonts, colors, taglines, marketing. Uh, but it's your it's your vis- visual cue card, right? It's your first impression. It's your handshake. Is the dog here to stay or, or will the bird be back? No, no, the bird will be back because, first of all, this is sort of shameless self-promotion. He's just trying to, like, hock the Dogecoin, right? From a marketing, branding, digital growth perspective, uh, this is my version of, of great soap opera. And you can't enforce your will on an ecosystem the size of Twitter because it is uh, the Tower of Babel. There you go. That was uh, Keith Bradshaw from Urban Brand Creative uh, finishing up Josh Crosby's report. So does rebranding work? Who knows?